address today is this, this tendency that we all have to discern a vocation, when, when I speak, say vocation, I mean in the broad sense, it can be, um, it can be married life, it can be religious life, it can be um, a priesthood, it can be consecrated single life, um, any of these possible vocations, um, we, we discern them more based on what we think they will be like than what they are actually like. And what I mean by that is that we tend to either idealize or villainize things in our minds, especially as we're growing up. Um, so some examples. Uh, I've had multiple uh, spiritual directees who they, they grew up in households just with very bad marriages. And they grow up and they're like, nope, I am called to the celibate life. 100%, I am sure that I am not called to marriage because the only thing that they have seen is a bad marriage. And then all of a sudden, they get exposed to the beauties of a good marriage, and they're like, oh, wait a second, maybe not. I gotta, I gotta discern this a little bit more. Same thing, um, with uh, I've seen it with, with religious life. This happens with, with women specifically, and um, discerning contemplative life. So contemplative life is essentially when you're a religious sister, and you remain in the common, and the, the primary the primary purpose is to pray. There are also um, men contemplative, like Benedictines would fall into that category, but for some reason, this doesn't happen as much with men. Um, it's with women uh, that I see it most often, where they have this idea that like, no, being a religious sister and dedicating your life to prayer for the vast majority of the day, that would be awful. I could never do that. And then they go and they visit one of these convents, and they're like, Father, I want to spend my life in there. Because they, what happened is they had, they had villainized the whole concept in their mind, and then they actually experienced it, and they said, wow, that's what I desire. Right? The same thing uh, with, with priesthood. People will um, you know, think like, oh, no, I don't want to be a priest. That's terrible. And then you finally you, you figure out what the life of a priest is actually like, and you're like, no, that's actually a really beautiful and amazing thing. right? It's going to happen again and again and again. Um, and so the concrete things to do are to have real experiences with real people who are living their vocation well. That means, you know, if you're uh, a young woman, find couples who have healthy marriages, healthy and beautiful marriages, and get to see that. What does that look like? Uh, find religious who are living their way, their lives in a in a healthy and beautiful way. Find consecrated single people; they're harder to find. Who are um, uh, living their, their vocation in, in, a, in a beautiful and good and holy way, and see what the ideal looks like. Same thing with men. You know, you need to see uh, good, healthy marriages. What does that awesome Catholic man look like? Uh, see good, holy priests, good, holy religious um, men. Like spend time with these people. Some easy ways to do that are uh, the mission trips that we have. You usually end up going and staying with religious uh, on those mission trips, or at least working with them. Also, if you go to Sikh, that's a really good way to be exposed to a whole bunch of religious orders. They, they have a whole like, giant room full of religious, basically. That makes it sound really weird. It's less awkward than that. Um, uh, other things, we, you know, there are, there are different retreats. Come and see retreats if you're interested. Um, shoot, even if you're not super interested, but you're kind of open and you're like, sure, like I want to understand this better. 
Um, there are retreats that different religious orders put on uh, that you can go to for a weekend. It's like a no, no commitment thing. It's just like a, hey, I want to see what this life is like. In the same way, on the, on the family front, uh, we have the Emmaus connection. So we can kind of connect you with um, fully happy families so that you can see what, what does a good marriage look like. These are all things that um, we kind of concretely have to, to offer this. And if you think to yourself, I can't name a holy, religious, priest, consecrated single person, husband, wife, if you don't know their name, and if you haven't spent a decent amount of time with them, then you should probably do that, right? Find somebody that you can name. You know, you know, you know about their life. You know what it actually looks like. To the point where you have a concrete example. If you can't do that, start focusing on that first, and then think about discerning what vocation God is calling you to.